Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365, day number 220 or day two of the eight week New Year New Body Challenge. And being day two, yesterday I said we were going to set you up for success right from the very beginning. Now every day I'm going to give you a little task to do and you've got another one right now. Now what I will say to you, if you are doing this, listening to this while you are driving right now, you need to stop and do it later because this is one of those tasks that you need to be sitting down with a piece of paper, a computer or something like that so that you can write down your notes. Okay, Remember what I said yesterday, you must be writing these things down because that's the only way we can measure your progress. It's the only way that things are going to sink in and it's the only way you're going to think deeply enough about the responses that you're about to give. All right, so when we go on a journey, now in your eight weeks, you have joined up for a reason and each person's reasons might be similar. They might be completely different, but I'd be willing to guess that they're all going to be approximately the same with some um, slight variations. So most people are, are wanting to lose fat. Uh, I've got a couple of people that don't want to do that, but most people are going to want to lose fat. Now, when it comes to accomplishing a goal, we first need to assess what's going on in your inner thinking behind this so that it's going to be achieved for you and also be long-lasting forevermore so that it's not just one more thing that you do for eight weeks and then it gets to week nine and ten and you've fallen completely off the wagon and you're back into some old habits and say, oh well, that was what it was and here is where I am right now. That's not how this works, okay? So you've got to listen to me. I want you to right now, write down, we've got three questions and the first one is, what do you want? What is your goal for this next eight week period? I want you to think about that while I'm talking. I'm gonna give you a moment to pause the recording so that you can spend a couple of minutes writing down your thoughts. Now, I want you to think about some of these things. What is your specific fitness goal? Or is it a fitness goal? Some people, it's just about the way that I look, okay? People just want to look good, and that's fine. Uh, maybe that's what, what it is that you want. Maybe is you want to be fitter. You want to be able to keep up with the kids, have more energy to keep up with the kids. Maybe it's about increasing your strength. Maybe that's functional strength. Maybe it's just strength in general uh, because you just want to be a strong person. Um, a part of it might be to do with vitality. You, you just want to feel vital and healthy. Maybe it's uh, you're trying to have kids and you want to put yourself in the best possible position, the best possible health to be able to have kids. Maybe it's to do with um, some health issues. Maybe you have a family history of different health issues, whether it be blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, and what you want to do is you're seeing your family, um, you know, not look after their health and they're having more and more issues. And you say, I don't want to be like that. I want to take control of this for myself. Maybe there's something in that for you to do with that. Maybe another part of it is to do with mental health. Man, 
the number of people that I see that have mental health issues that by doing the exercise, it greatly helps them being able to cope with what's going on inside their head. As soon as you start exercising, if you've got depression, clinical depression, it doesn't really matter. As soon as you start to move and you start to exercise, then you will automatically feel better. Your brain sends positive uh, endorphins to your brain. Did I say that right? Your body sends positive endorphins to your brain because it rewards you for moving and exercising. It says, wow, this is great. You'll feel great as a result of doing this. And that's why that one's really important. So um, another one might be, it's to do with your libido. So many people come to me that they're overweight, tired. They want to feel uh, like their partner's attracted to them. So it might be about look, it might be energy because they've just got no energy in the bedroom. They've got no libido, no sex drive is what I'm talking about. Then that might be a part of it for you. Now, that just gives you a bit of a summary of things to think about. Maybe it's some of those, maybe it's all of those, but only you are going to know. But what you must do is clearly articulate what it is that you want in terms of your health and your fitness and over this next eight weeks. So let's pop this on pause and we'll come back in a second. Okay, now I hope you've done that because if you haven't, put this on hold now and do it now because trust me, if you do not do this, you will not be successful in the eight weeks. That sounds harsh, but it's so, so true. These are fundamental steps to get right now to carry you through the eight weeks because you'll get to eight weeks and you'll find that you haven't been successful and say, gee, I wonder why that was. Oh, this didn't work or that didn't work. Remember, there are no excuses. So do not give me an excuse as to why you haven't done this task. Okay, I don't want to hear it. There are no excuses. You just do it and do it well. Now, question two. This one is really, really important and this one's going to be the toughest one. Now that you've clearly identified what it is that you want, now keep in mind, unless you've done that, you will not be able to answer this next question. This question is, why do you want it? Why do you want what it is that you've just written down? Now, where the heart of this point comes to and what is going to inspire you and motivate you and drive you to keep taking action every single day is the deep, 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 deep emotional reasons as to why that's the case. Okay, It's not going to be what you come up superficially in the first you know, one or two words that you might think of. This is like I say to people, it's underneath the soles of your shoes. It's so deep, deep down within you that it's going to take some digging. Now, as an example of what I'm talking about here, if I look at myself and those of you that have been listening to all of the 365s up to now, I will have heard uh, this story before. Uh, but each time you tell a story, there might be something else that resonates with you this time. So if I reflect on my own, my own journey, 
I can tell you exactly why I do what I do and what started me doing it and why I still do it. So this dates back to uh, my childhood. So during my childhood, uh, I was a... you can tell if you've worked with me before, you can see I'm not the tallest person in the world. I'm only um, 166 centimeters or something like that. And uh, I was very slow to get to this height. So as I was growing up, everybody, all the girls, all the boys were taller than me. And even those that were below my year level were taller than me as well. I was a tiny little fella. So what that meant was uh, I was an easy target for bullies. So I was bullied um, through, not so much during primary school, but certainly through high school, I was bullied. And that went on until I found uh, a really good mate who was much taller than me. And uh, then the bullying stopped. But uh, when I went to university, I found that uh, I was bullied again. And there was one particular instance that happened on one day um, where this guy threatened to kill me and I didn't know what to do. I didn't have the courage to stand up for myself. I didn't have the self-confidence in myself. And later that day, after the event had happened, I said, do you know what? I am way too old for this. I am sick and tired of feeling defenseless and helpless. I'm going to change my body. And that was the day that I decided to join Jim in Bendigo. And my life has never looked the same since. Now, I continue to do it because I have this little thing in my head that says, my goal is that I want to look good naked. Now, you might say, oh, well, that's very superficial. Well, in some ways it might sound like that, but I attach a different meaning to it. And what it means is that when I stand in front of the mirror and, yes, I know you've got to have a bit of a visual for this, I look at myself naked and you scan your eyes over your body and you say, yeah, I, I like what I see. And uh, what I know is that if I am in that position, then I know that I've been doing my... Uh, four resistance workouts a week, which is what I do. I'm doing uh, my at least three to four cardio workouts a week. I'm getting in my six to eight meals a day because I do pre and post workout nutrition as well. I know that I'm getting the right amount of sleep. I know that I am growing myself, my mind. I'm mind feeding every day and I'm drinking plenty of water and you know, everything in my life is good. So I know that I work towards those things every day, but I know the end result is looking good naked. If I don't look good naked, then I know that, well, something in there hasn't gone right. But what drives me is knowing that this all started from being bullied and um, wanting to change my life completely so that I never, ever felt poor about myself ever again. I always wanted to be taller. I always wanted to... I had birthmarks... Uh, on my body and had a big one on my face uh, that was cut out when I was 16. And if you look closely, you can see the scar on my face. Um, And I've had other ones cut off my face as well. Um, But I used to hate my body. I used to hate my face. Um, I hated my teeth. I chipped a tooth when I was, uh, I don't know how old I was, say 10 or 11. 
and uh, for many years I had to walk around with it chipped because um, you know the dentist I was going to said there was no way to fix it etc etc so um, I, I didn't like the way that I looked I didn't like my hair I didn't like everything about me now it was only through uh, doing the the work on my body that I realized actually do you know what it's not the body it's what's inside that has caused me to suffer from the pain that I've been suffering for so many years. And it led to so much um, you know, self-confidence issues uh, because I kept being rejected by girls. I was rejected by um, you know, sporting clubs, if you like. I was overlooked for being picked on teams at school and all that kind of stuff. So I just had a real lack of self-belief. Now, all of this changed for me when I started to change my body and it was along that journey that I improved my health, my body, and people started to really notice what I did. To put that in perspective for you, I gained 10 kilos in 10 weeks of muscle. There was fat there as well, but I completely grew out of every single item of clothing that I owned, uh, including my undies, because everything just grew. My butt, my hips, everything. So um, that's why you've got to spend the time now to dig deep to find what's the emotional reason for you. For some people, it could be similar to my journey. For others, it could be, um, you know, you're sick and tired of, uh, you know, switching off the light to get unchanged um, and to, you know, go to bed because you don't want your partner to, to see you. You might feel too embarrassed. You can't wear the clothes that you used to wear. Um, you know, you've had um, some kids maybe and you can't get back to that, that size that you like and you find your partner's not attracted to you anymore or that kind of stuff. All the stuff I'm not making up, these are, these are things that people specifically come to me and I've known them five minutes and they tell me all these different uh, types of personal details as to you know, why they're here. Having children, I have, oh, I don't know how many babies we're up to, it's at least a dozen, but I have people that come to me specifically to say that I'm here to get pregnant. I want to improve my health, put myself in the, and my partner in the best possible position so that we can conceive. Uh, so that's another one. Um, some people, it's functional strength. I have so many people that have dodgy knees or dodgy backs or um, shoulders or whatever it is, and they want to get more functional strength in their body so that they can do the things that they want to do. I have people that want to look good for events I have people that um, you know, want to improve their athletic performance. I have people that just want to improve their strength or their technique with certain exercises so that they can um, you know, perform their exercises or their sports more effortlessly. Um, for most of us, we're not athletes, so uh, the hard part is, is to identify why it is that you do what. Well, it's hard to identify what you want, but it's also hard to identify why it is that you want that. But you have to spend the time, probably double the time right now compared to question one, to really identify what is it. Now, I went through this exercise some time ago uh, with my business. And I can tell you that so the question I framed to myself was, why do I do what I do? And I think I wrote down 32 different statements. And it wasn't until I got to... I think it was about 26 or 27 that I started to get it. 
but it took me 32 to know exactly why I do what I do and be crystal clear on it. And that could be it for you. So my recommendation is that you do this on a computer, like in a Word document or something, and just start typing, like number them, and just start typing, because you'll find that you'll type one, and then that will lead to another, which will lead to another, and then that'll trigger another thought that goes to another. I mean, the health of my family is also another one that, that triggers me. We have a very weak family tree. My grandparents lived till they were somewhere in their uh, early 80s, somewhere in their, I think it's late 80s and maybe early 90s. But as we come back down the family tree or further out the branches, whichever way you want to think about it, uh, it gets weaker. So my mum passed away at age 66, cancer. Her mum had cancer. Um, the, uh, my dad passed away last year from, he had a stroke in the end, but it was Alzheimer's that killed him. He was only 74 years old. His brother died at age 78. Um, my grandfather on the other side of the family died of Alzheimer's as well. Um, you know, there's cancer, Alzheimer's, um, diabetes, heart disease, right through the family. So what I do is make sure that I put myself in the best possible position. If genetics is going to knock on my door one day and say, well, you've got cancer, it's not going to be through any fault of my own. It's going to be just that's the way that it's meant to be for me. I'm putting myself in the best possible position to live a long, strong and healthy life. And that drives me every single day. Now, I could spend an hour talking about this, but you've got to put this on hold now and identify what it is for you right now. Go for it. All right, we're back. Please make sure that you do not skip ahead until you've done these tasks. It will just not sink in for you. Now, feel free to listen to it a couple of times, but you must commit to doing this work. And that leads me on to the last point here, which is number three. How committed are you to achieving what it is that you've set out to do? Now, I want you to rate yourself. Now, when I say the numbers, I want you to think about it for no more than three seconds, and that's your answer, okay? Because if you think about it long enough, you say, oh, well, I think it was this, but oh, no, I'll change it to this because of this. Whatever first comes into your head will be the answer. Out of one to 10, with 10 being 100%, write down right now, how committed are you? One, two, three, bang, there's your answer. Write it down. I'm not going to pause for this one because just write that one down. And then the last question is, if you weren't a 10, why weren't you a 10? What's stopping you from being 10? Now you can put this one on pause and write down, what were the things that you think will take you to a 10? Is it because these are things that I hear before? Um, I'm a bit lazy. I need motivation, uh, I, I don't have time, I need to see results before I can commit to it. Well, let me tell you something. Walt Disney created like the most magnificent theme park on the face of the earth. And even to this day, they get tens of millions of people visiting every single year. And they built this in 1955, the one in California. And I was there just a matter of months ago. And it's an incredible, incredible site. Now they build all these other theme parks all around the world. Now, 
At the time, Walt Disney had so much trouble getting finance to build the theme parks. And he went bankrupt, I think, a couple of times. Um, but because no, no one saw his vision, he didn't, he had this vision, but no one else saw it. So they weren't prepared to lend. If only they knew now, hey? This next part is really important. Some people only believe when they see it, okay? They're not visionary. They say, oh, well, I've got to see it first before I'll believe that I can do it. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. You have to believe it before you're gonna see it. And that's what Walt Disney did. And that's what you need to do with your journey right now. So write down what are those things that are missing for you as to why you're not a 10 right now. And if you were a 10, then that is fantastic. I want you to write down a couple of points and say, what would take me to an 11 or a 12? What extra things would drive me that little bit further? All right, so that's your homework for today. Enjoy. Make sure you do this task. This call's gone a little bit longer than I had wanted it to, but I really wanted to emphasize you know, the pain that I was in and why I do what I do. So hopefully there's parts of the, the words that I'm using that will resonate and connect with you to really help make a difference to your lives as well. All right, that's me out for today. Make sure you did yesterday. Make sure you do today. Don't jump ahead and try and do a couple of days at the one time. Just stick to it one day at a time. Even if I you know, give you a task that's quicker, just make sure you do one at a time. Let it sink in. All right, that's me out. See you tomorrow.